wonderful. Praise the Lord. I think it's good to respond. I said praise the Lord. Thank you very much. You know, we have Jesus who has set a lot of examples for us to follow. Promises are yea and amen as we just heard. And so everything that he did, I think it will be great for us to commit our hearts to that and to do it. He made a statement when he made it very clear. What has been given to him by the Father to do, he will do it and finish it. And I want to say to all the children of God here, be determined to finish what has been committed into your hands by the Lord. If you live with that attitude, the heaven of heavens where God is will back you in everything you do in the name of Jesus. This morning, I know you know the scripture that says that better is the end of a thing than the beginning thereof. If you send your child to school and he doesn't get a certificate, naturally you won't be happy. If a child does not grow up to become responsible and to live for himself, naturally it's not nice. I've come to the conclusion in my own life that it is better to finish every assignment God has given me. And I pray that you would have the same mind to finish what has been committed into your hands. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, we thank you for this morning. We are thanking you because not many people have the privilege of assembling themselves before you. And more so to hear your voice so clearly. There may be hundreds of thousands and probably millions who may have gathered, but not unto you. So we don't want to take this for granted at all. We are sure that we are in your presence and that you will speak to us as your children. And so I ask for utterance that I may stay on course to speak what you would have me to speak. I thank you that you are here to do us good in Jesus' name. And everyone said, I want to speak on when you start, finish it. When you start, finish it. In the book of John chapter 4, verse number 27, the Bible says, we'll read probably all the way to verse number 38 or 35, depends. And at this point, his disciples came and marveled that he talked with a woman, yet no one said, 
what do you seek? Or what are you talking? Or why are you talking with her? The woman then left her water port, went her way into the city and said to the men, Come see a man who told me all things that I ever did. Could this be the Christ? Then they went out of the city and came to him. In the meantime, his disciples urged him, saying, Rabbi, eat. But he said to them, I have food to eat of which you do not know. Therefore the disciples said to one another, Has anyone brought him anything to eat? Jesus said to them, My food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Do you not say, do not say, there are still four months, and then comes the harvest. Behold, I say to you, lift up your eyes and look at the fields, for they are ready, white for harvest. Amen. Listen to me carefully this morning as I strongly believe that God would have me to tell you this. That's why I prayed that he would guide my tongue and my heart. In communicating this matter to you. When you start. Finish it. Most of you know the story how. They have taken a longer route. And they have gotten to the well. When they were thirsty and hungry. Jesus and his disciples. And then Jesus meets. A woman. Who was coming to fetch water. From that well. And then Jesus gets into conversation with this woman and is talking about salvation for this woman because he was a Samaritan. But the other side of it is that at the time that this woman got to the well, Jesus has, uh, Jesus' disciples have left to look for food. Now, something I want to tell us all, I plead with you, that God will open your eyes to the spirituality of life from the natural in the name of Jesus. I th thought it was a good time to say amen to the prayer. Alright. And so the Bible said, when they had left, gone to buy food, they came back. To bring food to Jesus, whom they knew, they knew he walked with them for a long period of time. They were all hungry together and thirsty. And when they asked that, can we go to town and buy food and come? Jesus said, sure, go and do that. But here they come back with the food and only to see that Jesus was engaging a woman. And in their minds... Why is he talking to a woman all by himself? What could be happening? And then another thing also going on is that why, you woman too, you are talking to our master? Why? That's the only thing they could think of. And so, in their quest, they just said, Master, it's not time for this, please. You know we are hungry. We have brought the food. 
We have brought the food. And then Jesus replies and he says, I have food to eat that you do not know of. Ah. I want you to take note of this scripture. But he said to them, I have food to eat of which you do not know. I pray that everybody who is hearing this word of God would have spiritual understanding about what you are living, supposed to be living for in the name of Jesus. When Jesus responded and said, I have food to eat that you don't know of. That did not mean that Jesus was not hungry. But there was something bigger than that. Let me let you know, brother, sister. You're living right now. There is something bigger about your living that you have, than you have thought of. Now, when Jesus responded that way, they said in the verse 33, Therefore the disciples said to one another, they began engaging one another, What's happening here? Does that mean that when we left, somebody brought him something to eat? Or this woman who is talking to him, has brought something for Jesus to eat when we had left looking for something. I want you to see something. There is a spiritual language that every child of God must plead with God to begin to understand when the heavens are speaking with the language of the Spirit. Praise the Lord. Many people don't care to know the language of the Spirit. Many people care only for the language of the natural. But I just want you to know today, our Lord Jesus Christ saved you and I, that we may understand the language of the Spirit that is able to bring us to a total completion to our call. Praise the Lord. Oh. Therefore the disciples said, Has somebody brought something for him to eat? Quickly Jesus said, And this is the matter. Would you like, do me, like to do me a favor please? Boldly read the scripture for me. One, two. My food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish it. Ha! Huh. My food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish it. This morning, I am very much interested in that last sentence, to finish it. I have found by the grace of God that if you don't have a mind to finish what has been entrusted into your hands, you will suffer You will suffer. On that day of the Lord. Jesus has set a very good example. To say when you embark on something. Finish it. 
I have food to eat that you do not know. Are they talking two languages here? I think so. As these people were talking natural, Jesus was talking spiritual. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, that your believing in Jesus, your ear will be open to hear spiritual language. Many people are not bothered. They lump everything together. There is a spiritual language. As you are hearing me today, pray to God that He will open your ear to hear spiritual languages. When Jesus had spoken a spiritual language, they were still talking natural. Has somebody brought something to Jesus to eat? What is going on here? What's going on? We are hungry. We feel it. What does that mean? The day you got saved, you were immediately turned into hearing the purposes of God for your life. And I pray you will rise up to pursue that. Because failure to do that, you won't score anything before the Lord. Many of us have been delivered. Many of us have been prospered. Many of us have been blessed with the blessings of God. May I sound it to you. God did not give you the blessing that you may not be able to hear what is important that is being spoken of by the Spirit of God. I pray that it will be your heart desire and prayer that the language of heaven will be very clear in your ear. Praise the Lord. See, most of us don't really know why we have, when we got saved, the reason why we are still here. Most of us don't know. But as we walk with the Lord, we get to understand some things. I was in Los Angeles. I fell, no, I was swimming and then I was pulled down into the water. What happened to me was, I've held my breath. And I could not hold it anymore. I was about taking in water. But I remembered a statement I made. And I thank God, the Spirit of God brought that statement for me to say it in prayer. What was the statement? I will never forget this as long as I live. I said, Jesus, you did not bring me here to die. I have not finished my assignment. I have a church to lead. I have souls to save. As soon as I said that, 
the Lord brought me out through someone from the water. And it is now that I'm understanding that what I said, because it coincided with heavenly language, God heard my prayer and saved me. If I did not know the type of prayer to pray, I would have died in the water. Here was Jesus speaking. I have food to eat you do not know. Saints, I beg you in the name of Jesus Christ, my Lord, that you will come to the point of understanding heavenly language and you will live by it. God sent me here to give you this message. And I want you to understand. If you don't understand, you won't be able to accomplish your vision. Some of us are blessed. Some of us have prospered. But the more we prosper, the more we don't care for what God is really desiring for. The more we have people who will tell us what we need to hear, different from the heaven language that seems to be coming to us. Now I know if I am leaving, I am leaving for somebody to be saved. Now I know if I'm leaving, I'm leaving for somebody to be discipled. And I dedicate my life to this course right now. You know, I don't know what has come upon the children of God. Maybe we have been fed with some things that have nothing to do with God. But you know, begin to see every blessing. Begin to see the blessings that come to you. The natural blessings, they are not eternal. There is an eternal blessing. And there is a natural blessing. I want you to be mindful. They said, has somebody brought something? He said, you don't know. I have food to eat. That you don't know of. He had begun witnessing to this young lady. Middle aged lady. And he had not finished. Because at this point the woman had left. And gone to the city. Through the woman many men were coming to be saved. So he was more concerned. 
about the coming of these people who will finally jam the light of life and be saved. So it was not time to eat, to drink, and to feel relaxed. And you know, until God has jammed you, and I pray, my God, in the name of Jesus, that this revelation would dawn on your heart. I pray sincerely. If God had not jammed your heart, He will bless you. But the blessing will still never bring you unless you understand. Then the blessing will now connect you to your eternal living and the purposes of God. Ha! I saw that in the Bible, in the days of Jesus, I can give you a lot of examples. But I observed that Jesus was so mindful that even if he blessed a person, the next thing he was so mindful of was the fact that he wanted that individual to know that what I have given to you, I have given it to you because there is also eternal life at stake. He never, if you check the Bible. Let me take you to John chapter 5. We all know the story of how this, woman, this man had sat to be healed by the water. We know it. I won't have time to go into it. He has sat by the well for so long a time to be healed because anytime he made an attempt, somebody else came and then it was a disaster. Paul, Paul, Paul for 38 years. Here comes Jesus on the scene. And Jesus asks a very simple question. Do you want to be healed? Listen to this. Do you want to be healed? Instead of the man coming out to say, yes sir, I want to be healed. He started complaining about his inability to jump into the water. Listen, to jump into the water is what you have been desiring for the first time that you may be healed. But the problem is that you are not able because you are crippled. I mean, no, somebody else crosses you. Here comes a man and he says, do you want to be healed? In my opinion it is very simple an answer yes sir i don't i want to be healed it's not time to explain anything but jesus was patient and finally he said to him you want to be healed get up walk the man gets up falls everything and then he leaves he leaves I want you to understand something, dear brother. He leaves without... Let me tell you. Teacher, you have sat for 38 years. And within a twinkle and of an eye, you have been healed of your diseases. Naturally, won't you be interested in who this is? Naturally. What? Is that me? Papa, you will fight to embrace. You will fight to say, who are you? That didn't happen. Do you know why many people get so blessed? And they forget the reason for which they are blessed. And may it never happen to you like that. I pray this 
in the name of Jesus. People get blessed. Excuse my expression. They become incorrect in their head. And so now, this man falls up. Unfortunately for him, he gets so excited that he starts jumping. And, and then the Pharisees, who knew that he had been there for 38 solid years, they come and confront him. And you take him into 35? Is that 35? Okay. The Jewish servant said to him, Who was cured? It is a Sabbath day. It is not lawful for you to carry your bed. We don't want you to be healed. You can be healed in any other day. Not the day that we have decided that it is the day of the Lord. The Bible says, The man answered them, He who made me well said to me, Take up your bed and walk. He who made me well said to me, Take up your bed and walk. I took my bed and I'm walking. The next verse. Would you read the scripture for me please? Or together with you. One, two. Then they asked him, Who is that man who said to you, Take up your bed and walk? They did. But... The one who was healed, what happened to him? The one who was healed, that statement is very important to me. The man who was healed did not know who it was. Let me tell you something, you can be blessed with the blessings of the Lord and will never know the one who blessed you. But today if you are blessed, I want to connect you to the one who blessed you. That's why, by His grace, when I came to that understanding, I said, My life, nobody borrowed my mouth. I willingly said, I dedicate my life to you, Lord. For your purposes to be done in me. See, when he did not know the man who made him well. Let's stay there for a second. Jesus withdrew from the multitude. Now, I'm asking myself a lot of questions. How can I be crippled for 38 years? And within a second, I'm walking. And I'm not interested do you know what means? There are many people sitting here right now who the Lord delivered, who the Lord blessed, who the Lord raised up. We are still sitting here and we don't even know the purposes for which that was done. I bring you to wisdom in the name of Jesus that you will know the reason why you are who you are today. Some of us, honestly speaking, nobody needs to tell me 
that I was nothing sinking in sin, no hope in life, no qualification to boast about, even qualification, what is that? But Jesus saved me and gave me his purposes. I want you to wake up and understand the language of heaven right now that you may finish the reason why you were saved. Now here was this man who didn't even care. And then all of a sudden, I love this particular scripture. Would you all read it for me, please? One, two. This is a matter. This is a matter. Angie, listen to what, some, what happened. Jesus found him. Everybody shout, Jesus found him. Do you know why the Bible put it like that? It meant that Jesus has started something he hadn't finished. So he must look for him and complete it. So he was still searching and seeking. Where is this man who got up from the cripple stand and he is walking? We haven't finished the job. He needs to be saved. He's a sinner and I need to forgive him his sins. But he's running away. I must look for him. Because when I look him up and I finally give him, he will have the chance to decide whether he likes it or not. So when Jesus has found him in the temple, see what happened. Found him in the temple, he pulled a chair and sat nowhere else but closer to this man And now, when he had gotten closer to the man, he said to him, See, you have been made well. See, you have been made well. See, you have prospered. See, I have... I have blessed you. See, I have liberated you. But I have a message for you. You you are a sinner. And if we don't tackle the issue of sin, you you would have experienced the miracle, but you will go to hell. So Jesus now began saying no more. Lest a worse thing come upon you. I was thinking that as soon as this man heard that, what you should have said was that, ah, so what do I do? Quickly, the man who has lost his vision, how I pray that no church member will lose a vision. Listen to me, no church member will lose a vision of the heavenly language. As soon as this man was told, look at that, the man departed and told the Jews who were looking for Jesus, who made him well. He he didn't care about his sins that is being pointed out to him. He didn't care about following him. He didn't care to ask questions. He didn't care. He got up and quickly, he went to those who were the enemies of Jesus. The next scripture, read it for me and something happened. One, two... For this reason, 
If the guy had not gone to tell them that I have found a man who said, get up and, and walk, they wouldn't know. For this reason, you see, this is how many people are. And so when the Lord saved me, and when the Lord delivered me from the water, and when the Lord healed me from all kinds of diseases, when the Lord delivered me from an accident that was about coming to happen, I knew that there's a purpose hanging on your life. And I'm here to announce to you, if you find that purpose of God in your life, you will be protected from harm in the name of Jesus. You will experience... You see, heaven is very interested in people who have caught the voice of the Spirit. And they know it. Therefore, when even Satan is doing something to afflict them, the Bible says that many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord will deliver them from them all. The reason you may have COVID... COVID is a sickness that is so frightening. But I'm saying that for whatever reasons, if you were to have COVID and God is on your side, because you mean business for the kingdom, COVID will have no cause. COVID will have no cause. You will not die before your time. Absolutely. I have tested too many things with God. I have cried to God and said, save me. And he delivered me. So I know what I'm talking about. Look at the reward of someone. Same thing happened. Same story happened. In the next two chapters. Or the next four chapters. In Acts chapter 9. Same thing happened. There was a crippled man, there was a blind man, a man who was born blind. All of you, you know, there's, there, yeah, there's 11 and, 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 and uh, well, 10 to 12. Let's take it from there. Same, somebody who didn't have eye socket, uh, socket who, who did not just simply have it because he was born blind. The designs were not there. Now the Bible says that therefore they said to him, he too, when Jesus healed him, therefore they said to him, How were your eyes open? And the man comes around, he answered and said, A man called Jesus made a clay and anointed my eyes and said to me, Go to the pool of Siloam and wash. I went and washed and I received, I received sight. Then they said to him, Where is he? And he said what? <laughs> I want to hear you. What was the man's reaction? Where is he? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know meant that the man healed me and left. Let's go to 35, I think. No, now the man has started worshipping nicely. He goes to church. He's doing everything normal. 
And the people are very angry because he was healed on the Sabbath day. And they are not interested because he's making the fame of this individual who healed him such that, I mean, everybody has turned and looking for him. They didn't like it. And so now here was this man again. You see, Jesus has started something. He has healed a man, but he has not been able to present the gospel to him. He has not been able to draw him to the real stuff, which is eternal life. Jesus was restless. And let me tell you, I've come to the conclusion that when it had to do with the salvation of men, I beg you in the name of Jesus, never rest until there is a complete commitment in the name of Jesus. The Bible says Jesus heard that they had cast him out. And when, when he had found him, let's stop there for a moment. Did you notice that even this man too, Jesus was looking for? Because if he wasn't looking for him, that word will not be used. When he has found him, Jesus heard that they have casted him out. We don't want you to be in our temple with us. If you cannot tell us who healed you, we just want you to know we don't accept the one who did it. And so when they have thrown him up, and this, this man was, okay, if you have thrown me up, it's okay, walking his way, the Bible said Jesus now started looking for the man, and when he had found him, he said to him, Do you believe in the Son of God? Do you believe in the Son of God? Ah, do you believe in the Son of God? Did you notice that Jesus didn't talk about the miracle? Jesus didn't ask, Who is the man who healed you? Now you are complete. Rejoice. No, that was not the matter of Jesus. Jesus knew that I have started something and it needed to be finished. And so he comes back now. And then he says to the man. Do you believe in the son of God? See what he said. He answered and said. Who is he? Lord. That I may believe him. Minimono. Oyehwaya. Semihunua. If I could see him, I would believe him. You know, brother, I am convinced, as said by the Lord to me, many people will receive miracles in this place. They will. But the truth is, beyond the miracle, there is a Jesus to look for. You want to say amen? Are you European congregation? <clears throat> Bible said, excuse me. <clears throat> Jesus said to him, You have both seen him. And it is he who is talking with you. Did you notice that this man could have acted like the first one? By just saying, uh, let me go and tell my, the people who are looking for you so that I can be restored back to the church service. Many people encounter Jesus 
and their heaven and their reaction to the heavenly language changes. May you not change. I pray you will understand what God is communicating. Many people were nobodies. Mama, they were blessed. And they have dumped Jesus. As if, and the sad thing in it is that, it's as if they know him. Yesterday I was talking to the outreach group. The revelation God gave me is that many people are building their own righteousness. Not according to the righteousness of the Son of God. Many people receive Jesus and they are building their own way of serving the Lord. For you, may it not be like that. May you have the voice of the Spirit very clear to you to such an extent that without a shadow of a doubt, you will not be shaking, but you will follow. My worry, let me tell you, the reason why God has graced me and anointed me to tell you some things is that a time is coming when people will not endure sound doctrine. But may I say this to you. For you, remember that you may live for Jesus. Jesus, when he said to him, he is the one you are talking to. I like the reaction of this gentleman. Then he said, Lord, I believe. Lord, I believe. Not only that, and he bowed and worshipped him. Will you bow and worship the Lord after you have been blessed? Would you be simple and still be obedient to the word of God after he has lifted you? I can say a lot of things. Had no idea in the natural sense about aviation. I studied building construction staff. God brings me into aviation. And then he opens my mind, my dumb mind, he opens it. I become an expert in aviation. A good manager. And everything else was looking for me. And I remember the Lord comes again and he says, We came here together. Let us leave. I can only thank God that at the peak of that career, I spoke to men of God I respected. One particular one that I respected most when I spoke to him. And I said, this is what I'm hearing. His worst way. That job and that seat that God gave you. Millions of people are looking for. You better stay there. If you leave, others will take it. It hit my heart. It made me sad that I asked him that question. I knew what God has said to me. And I thought that I had a spiritual person to give me a confirmation. He almost made a disaster of the voice of the Spirit. But thanks be to God. Who gave me such a strength in the inner man. 
Who gave me such a revelation, Brother Fred? So when he said that, I sat in his presence and I said, that, is, that won't happen. This is why I say, I will leave for somebody to be saved. This is why I say, I am not dying because God has an assignment for me and it's very clear and I will follow it. See, Bible said he worshipped him. Some of you may have come here through something else. But somehow the Lord jammed you. I remember a woman coming to this church. Very devastating. You know, I, I don't like to talk about these things. But just to let you see. The enemy was hunting her life. Night by night, she will go to bed, and it's as if you're going to die. It's as if, and I remember I encountered, and I told her, I said, you know, you're not going to die. I spoke the word of God to her. Sometimes she was discouraged. I didn't make any special prayers, and any special dedication. I, did. I just spoke the word of God today to her, and she responded. Responded today, she's a champion to face Satan. She's not afraid, she's walking worthy of the Lord. And now, the question I ask myself she must come to understanding the reason why the Lord did it, so that it is not only having liberty and blessing from the Lord, but her heart must be turned to the heavenly voice. And the spiritual language. You may be here as well. The Lord has blessed you. You are hearing. I want you to cry to God. And say. When you speak your spiritual language. May I understand. When you raise your hand. May I understand. When you instruct. May I follow. Listen, let me tell you, brethren, let me tell you, what is blessing? A house, a car, good health even, healing, thank God for it. But there is a greater blessing. You being obedient to what God wants you to do. If a person will come to that revelation, you will never be the same. That's when you will turn the heaven, God your faith in God will turn the heavens. And they will always say, we will not let this man or this woman die until he has finished his godly assignments. So many of us are running to people. Pastor, prophet, please, something is chasing me. You know something? What actually you need is not what is chasing you. What you actually need is what you are supposed to live for. When you have caught the revelation as to what to live for, the heavens will always protect you. It's so simple. It's so simple. As I'm standing here, you don't have any idea how I'm trusting God, not for my sake, but for the sake of those in the north, how I want to go there 
But I would have gone because the people will say COVID and all of this. But we are trusting God that this thing would come down and then we will go with the gospel of Jesus Christ. This afternoon, we are going. We are going. Please, let me tell you. Why you have been saved, why you need to say it to somebody, is because the heavens are hanging on your delivery of the message. You have been saved to save others. You must finish that course. Would you put on the board for me, in Book of Acts, thank you Lord, 2024. See, see what the Bible said. But none of these things moved me. Nor do I count my life dear to myself. So that I may do what? I may finish my race with joy. And the ministry which I have received from the Lord Jesus. And this is the ministry. To testify to the gospel of grace of God. This is the ministry I have received. Dennis, this is the ministry that I may finish my course. When I stop preaching salvation, I stop discipling people, I have finished. And I will not. I will do it until be like one of those brothers. When they couldn't move anymore, they found some estate house. Paul stayed there. And the brethren will come. And in the weak moment, he will still talk and tell them about the Lord. How I wish every one of us will be full of Jesus in a manner that you will always speak Him. Today, many people have the pulpit they are talking a different language. I beg you, may the Lord help you. The ministry you have received, protect it. Spirit of God will protect it. And you will be able to do it. You may finish your course. I read the scripture to a close. But none of these things move me. Nor do I count my life so dear to my life. May I tell you, don't count your life too dear to you to avoid having to follow the Lord. So that I may finish. When you start, finish. If you have started talking to somebody about the Lord Jesus Christ and the person is giving you a hard time, don't give up. Continue until you have finished. May finish my race with joy. And, you know, I keep telling you that we have been given with a ministry of reconciliation. That's it. And the ministry which I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. Would you stand to your feet for two minutes, please? Dagadasta. Would you pray to the Lord? I beg you. Maybe your attention has never been brought to the ministry. Maybe you have never come to the point of knowing that I have an assignment to accomplish. 
Would you please be so kind and talk to the Lord? Those of you who were helping us, sending money for us to go to the north and all of that, please resume. Send it, because we are going back. Those of you who have been praying for us, do it. Those of you who have been witnessing, do it. Would you talk to the Lord and ask Him, Lord, what is my assignment, honestly? Lord, am I just to benefit from your salvation and nothing else? Lord, open my eyes. Please pray and ask the Lord. In a language that is so clear, not that charismatic type, a clear message, tell Him the Lord. I don't know what God said to you in this message, but I know that because He sent to me, definitely He deposited something. Whatever you, you have heard today, would you please dialogue with him on it and just make sure that you are okay. Lord, I just pray for my life. Once again, I dedicate my life to you. Let the heaven language be so clear to my ear. Let your instructions be perceived by my heart. I pray the same for my brothers and sisters who are standing here today. Lord, we are asking that we will not just kick against the bush. Lord, we cannot be blind. Not when we have received such a blessing of leadership from you. We pray in the name of Jesus that the eyes of understanding be enlightened. To the knowledge of your will that we may have food to eat. This food we know, this food we know, this food we know, that you saved our lives for others to benefit your salvation through us. Lord, I pray that if we were even to be helping people naturally, that will not be the matter. Because these two examples you gave us today is already showing that you were interested in the saving of their souls. And so, Lord, if we are helping people by paying their school fees, by caring for them, it may not be the only thing we can boast about, but it will be that, Lord, our eyes will see beyond, and we will be able to deliver the message of the gospel of peace, that they may be saved, that they may be delivered from their sins, and that they may turn around. I pray today, Lord, look with favor upon us, and let the heavenly language be plain. He who is of God, hears the voice of the Lord. You spoke to me a few days ago. I pray that those who are of you will hear your voice in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Heavenly Father. Now, Lord, we bring our offering. We ask that, O oh God, it be received by you for us. If you receive it, our joy will be made complete. We pray for those who may have challenges. We know that you are God that works miracles. We even heard in this sermon. Therefore, Lord, I ask that anybody needing a miracle will receive right now in the name of Jesus. Even those who are at home and are not physically here. I ask that there will be a transformation of your power in the name of Jesus Christ. As you did a few weeks ago, when somebody had the power of God visiting that individual. Father, do the same. We beg you. And now, Lord, 
we commit ourselves into your hands. That in going from here, you will go with us. In this outreach, you will go with us. You will direct us and direct our tongue. And for those who will be staying behind, even to pray, may their prayers ascend unto you. So that this day that we dedicate for somebody's life will be very fruitful. We bless and honor you for hearing us in Jesus' name. And everyone said, God richly bless you.